Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. It is 12.06 p.m. Tuesday, December 8th, 2021. Here at Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow, using only those companies that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 20 to 25 years. Let's get in, see where we are, see where we're going. We got five positions. Go through them really quick before we can find out what trades we have to play with today. CINF, top of the list. Cincinnati Financial, Dividend King. We got this at 123. She's sitting at 118. Now, I sold the 120 calls. So, I can't really do much about that until the third Friday of the month. We've collected dividends twice on CINF. However... We've collected premiums, I think, four times, I think. I'd have to go back and check, but uh, four times collecting premiums and collecting the dividend twice. Thank you very much, Cincinnati Financial. If it ever comes up to 123 and I can sell it for profit, fine. If not, I'll just continue to hold it and continue collecting those dividends. ET is next on the list. All right, so ET... Over the last 90 days, we got that triple high at 1023, at 1022, somewhere in that area. And she's bouncing off the low at 796. Now, I believe we got this at 10 something. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, we got this at 1014. Now, I sold 20 contracts. Oh, sorry. Nope, I sold 50 contracts because I have 5,000 shares. So 50 contracts are good for 200 bucks. Eh, is what it is. So um, I got 20,000 invested into this at 5,000 shares. And to sell off the premium to the option for closest to, uh, you know, the 10 call option, I bring in $200 a month. Now, if you think about it, it's not that bad because 200 a month times 12 months, that's 2400 which is, you know, <coughs> 12%, I don't know, 24%. Oh, it's a, it's a nice percentage per year. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for weeklies. So Cincinnati Financial, um, Energy Transfer, and the next one, HCSG. That's Health <coughs> Healthcare Services Corporation. The last 90 days, we've seen the high of 28.71 and the low just the other day at uh, 16.52. And she's bouncing off the 16.52 because we're at 17.20 today. And uh, this one, I believe we got this one at 19.48 and we sold a 20 call. I don't see it hitting 20 between now and the uh, options expiration. So if not, we'll just carry that over into another month. Now, we've collected dividends on this once, and we collected premiums on this twice. Okay, so we got dividends once, premiums twice. Okay, so this time around, we got $0.30 cents a share. Uh, last month, I don't know, may have been $0.20, $0.30 cents a share also. I'm not 100% sure. But um, we bought it in 1948. We've given someone the option of buying it from me at any time between now and the third Friday of the month, which is the 17th, 10 days away, um, at $20, which is 
uh, 52 cents more than when I paid for it. And for that privilege, they gave me 30 cents. Now, 30 cents doesn't sound like much, but, you know, I got 200 shares. That's, uh, what, 60 bucks? Okay, so 60 bucks. All right, that being said, next on the list is Coca-Cola. Now, just to let you know, I do have Coca-Cola in another trading account other than this one. Um, the last 90 days, let's go over this real quick. We've seen... Uh, a double high at 57.12 once back in um, September and again in the beginning of November. She's sitting at 55.29 at the moment. And uh, I know my other account I have, I forget what I even have on the other account. But here I got it at 56.49 and I sold the 56 50s for eight cents a share. Granted, that's not a lot of money, but she is moving up nicely. Um, so, all that being said, uh, let's go to the last one. MRK. MRK. That's Merck. Now, the last 90 days for Merck, we've seen the high all the way up to uh, 91.44. And support is down to seven seventy one oh seven, which was back in um, September, the middle of September. She's sitting at seventy two oh one, still trying to find a bottom at this point. It hasn't found the bottom yet, but we have Mark at. Uh, let's see where we're with Mark. We got Mark at seventy five seventy eight, and we sold the seventy six calls for this week. Uh, 33 cents a share. So if you look at it this way, <laughs> we haven't collected the premium yet. I mean, uh, sorry, we haven't collected the dividend yet. Now, we collected a premium last week. We collected a premium this week. Uh, we bought it at 75.78, and we sold the premium for someone to buy it from me at 76, which is 22 cents more than when we paid for it. So if you add the 22 cents on top of the premium that we collected... If this thing goes above 76, we're going to be called out, which means next week I won't have it anymore, but I will collect uh, um, 55 cents per share just for somebody buying it from me for more than I paid for it, which I think is kind of cool. Collected the premiums twice, and we haven't collected the dividend yet. That doesn't pay out till next week. Okay, so if... I hold this until next week. Next week, I'm going to collect another premium and going to collect the dividend. But right now, we just collected the, the, the premium twice, which is not bad if you think about it. Now, yesterday, I gave out a couple of neat little uh, suggestions, and I don't know if anyone ever took it. But all that being said, you'll have to go into and look at yesterday's uh, broadcast to find out what I actually did yesterday. Now, we looked at the dividend kings. We looked at Warren Buffett's list. Um, we looked at the dividend aristocrats, which is 25 years or more, and the dividend champions or the dividend challengers. Um, well, these are the dividend kings. MO was Altria, and I think Altria was one of those that that was in the group from yesterday. I don't know. Anyway, let's get back to where I was. All right. 
20 years weekly dividends. Okay, so let's check this out. And there's only one. That is Altria. So we already did that one. Okay, so let's go back again. Look at a different list. Uh, the dividend achievers. Now these are the companies that have 25 years or more. Now we have four, seven. We had seven of them to look at today. All right, so MDT we already looked at. Um, and I, and it's it's what today's Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So today's Tuesday. Let's look at MDT. See if anything has changed with MDT. Ooh, she gapped up today. Nice, two nice day up days in a row. Medtronics. Let's take a quick look at the seasonality because so far, oh, I forgot something. Let's back this train up for a second. All right, MDT Medtronics started out the year last year, fifty-two weeks ago today at one twelve fifty-six. Went sideways for a little bit before breaking out of that training range and hitting a high of one thirty-six fifteen. That was at the beginning of September. Now, it took... Nine, <laughs> yes, we. I remember going over this yesterday. It takes nine months to go from 112 to 136. But it takes two and a half months to go from 136 down to 105. So you can make a hell of a lot more money in a down market than you can in an up market. Because it takes longer to build than it does to burn down. I mean, it takes long, longer to build a building than it takes to burn it down. Or demolish it, blow it up, whatever. Whatever happened, she dropped um, from nine months worth of gains in, in two and a half months. So nine months worth of up building up was all gone in two and a half months. Anyway, she's bouncing off of a low at, at 105.30, something like that. She's sitting at 113 at the moment. Let's take a quick look at seasonality, see where this thing might be going in the next couple of days. Oh, this thing's definitely a sideways. Yeah, this thing's going to go sideways for the rest of the year, which means there's no, not going to be any big plays. But let's take a look at the chart and see what the money flow looks like. Okay, now, now considering the stock has dropped so much over the last uh, two months, Believe it or not, the trend line, the 50-day trend line, is actually on uptrend, and it's just leveling it out now. The sellers are extremely retreating, and the buyers are advancing, so this thing is going up. So let's see if we can make a quick trade on this one. Get that out of the way. Get that out of the way. December 3rd, MDT. She's sitting at 113 at the moment. Let's see what the 111 and 112s look like. 73. So if I could get that filled at 73, which I doubt, I think I'm pumping up to 75, that would give me a 30% trade at 10 contracts. Okay, so that's a thousand shares. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is MDT all all the uh, all, all of my indicators, all of my indicators are pointing in that direction. Indicator number one, they get the dividend coming up in the next two weeks. Indicator number two, the one-year chart, you know, was not that bad. Indicator number three, the 90-day chart, she's bouncing off the bottom of 105. 
She's hitting 113 at the moment. Now, stocks have a tendency to repeat certain patterns. Okay, now this thing's basically going to go flat based on seasonality, which means she's not going to go high. She's not going to go low. She's going to kind of stay right where she is. And that's like a perfect a recipe for a spread trade or a covered call. Now, if I was going to do a covered call, let's quickly look at the covered call. Um, the bid is 113.04. The ask is 113.08. Now, the 113 is selling for like 60 cents. So that's not even 1%. So why would I do that? I would probably prefer to uh, sell the 114s and get, you know, 53 to 55 cents. Then, if the stock does go up, I get to collect the difference between what I paid for it and what it sold for. I also get to collect the premium. And if it doesn't go above 114, then I get to hold on to it until next week, uh, which is fine because I can do the premium again next week. And if that doesn't go through, I can always do the premium one more time into the dividend and actually collect the dividend and three premiums, which is all fine by me. But I don't have that privilege at this moment in time because most of my most of my money is tied up. So I'm going to look at a vertical spread, and I'm going to do the 111.112. So as long as she stays above 112, I'll be good to go. <coughs> okay, here's what it sounds like. <clears throat> I'm going to buy 10 vertical MDT, which is Medtronics. Uh, the 100s, which is the weeklies. 10 December 21 is this Friday. Now, I'm going to do the call spread. So I'm going to buy the 111 and I'm going to sell the 112. And for that privilege, I'm going to pay 75 cents per share. All right, so I'm sending that off. And let's take a quick look and see where she's sitting at the moment. She's sitting at 64 and a half. So... Hypothetically speaking, that thing should fill almost automatically because okay? the market is 64, 64 and a half cents and my limit order is 75 cents. So it should fill. Will it? I don't know. Plain and simple because I don't know. All right. So next on the list, Marvel. Marvel is only six cents. Do we really want to, you know, I want to take a look at Marvel. But it's only a six cents um, dividend. VL Marvel. Okay, so Marvel. Mm, I'm gonna have to pass on this one only because. Let me quickly tell you. Uh, she started out 52 weeks ago today at 43.88. Okay, no big huge movements. Uh, she found its bottom at the beginning of March at 37.81. Went sideways till so she finally broke out of that trading range. And went up, up, up. And then for some strange reason, it looks like uh, December 3rd, volume like quintupled. Not not quintupled, you know, not four times, like five times. Okay? So volume went up really bad. And this baby gapped up from, oh, let's say uh, the close of 70.89. And then she opened up... Um, at 85 okay she closed at 71 next day she opens up at 85 so that's like $14 jump gap up now what usually happens with a gap up that big it usually fills unless there's something there um, causing it to do so now personally I'm would I wouldn't do this one number one you're paying uh, 90 bucks for for a six cent dividend 
okay, our $91 for a six cent dividend. That gap up most likely is going to fill at some point in time. And it's at the high of the year. I never buy at the high of the year because it's kind of like standing on a ladder reaching for the stars. It just doesn't work, okay? So I'm going to pass on Marvel. PM, Philip Morris. We looked at Philip Morris yesterday. I didn't have any money to play with yesterday, but I do have some today. So let's go to Philip Morris again only because I got money to play with. All right, Philip Morris started out the year last year at 81.60. Uh, by the end of January, found its bottom at 78.46. And this is another one. She goes from the low of the year, 78.46, to the high of the year at 106.57. And it takes about nine months for it to get there. Okay, now at 106, this thing drops within two and a half months and sit at 85. So what is that, uh, 15, almost 21, 21, it drops like 21 points. But from there, definitely found its bottom at the end of November. And it's been nothing but up since the, the new bottom. And it's sitting at 91.89. Let's take a quick look and see where the seasonality looks. And see where this thing might be going based on historical performance. Ooh, nice strong uptrend for this one, for this time frame. Um, I like that. So let's jump in. Now, I'm not a great advocate of cigarette smoking. I, I detest it. I can't stand it. Uh, I haven't met a single smoker that, that didn't occasionally throw a cigarette butt outside or on the ground or whatever. Needless to say, I don't have the money to do a covered call. If we were going to do a covered call with Philip Morris, let's take a quick look at this. Um, the bid is ninety-one eighty-eight. The ask is ninety-one ninety-one. It's only a three cents spread. So if we were going to buy the, at the money ninety-one ninety-one and sell at the money, I would say ninety-two. You can still collect a little bit less than close to one percent, just in the premium alone. So you're buying it, collecting one percent, and you're selling it for more than you paid for it. How can you really go wrong there? She's in an uptrend. Let's see what the money flow is with Philip Morris. Okay. All right. The money flow is the buyers are increasing and the sellers are decreasing. However, the stock seems to uh, be in a little bit of a downtrend. Because she was an uptrend, she plateaued. Now she's a little smidge on the downside with the trend. So it doesn't mean... Now, the price trend is continuing going up. But for some strange reason, the 50-day moving average is... Edging down, so. but it is a still it was it still is a good uh, candidate for a vertical spread. She's sitting at ninety one, so let's see if we can do the eighty nine nineties, eighty six. Um, that would only give you fourteen cents, and that's really not a whole heck of a lot of money. But uh, let's do the ninety ones. Yeah, the ninety ninety one. <laughs> That's even worse. Okay, so 90.91 is only going for 94 cents. However, that means the most I can make is six cents. I'm not putting up 94 to make six. That's just no. Nah, that just no. Nah. Sorry. Get rid of that. Yeah, see the 91.92. It would actually have to go above 92 in order for me to profit off of that one. Okay, but uh, if it does, 
Huh, that's 14 cents. If she goes up 14 cents, I can more than double my money. But then again, it has to go up because if it stays the same, I lose. So I, I don't do those unless it works in my favor. Now, just because all the indicators are pointing in the right direction, great, fine, dandy. But the numbers aren't working. You know, my return for my investment is not what I want it to be. So let's get out of there. Yeah, 89.90 is just not working yet. 93 cents. No, that's only 7 cents. It's not worth it for me. All right, so that's not going to work. Philip Morse is not going to work because the numbers just don't work. ST, STX, come on, really? I had STX for the longest time. It was my cash cow. It gave me lots and lots of money. And I finally um, sold it. Well, didn't really, you know, really, really have much of a choice in the matter. But she's sitting at 108 at the moment, so she has a nice movement. Let's go back and, and see all the numbers before we go further. Okay, so a year ago today, STX is at 6409. Okay, by the middle of January, she finds a bottom at 5791. Uh, the high of the year is at uh, 116. 93, so that's more than a 100% increase from the low to the high. Uh, she's sitting at 108.22 at the moment. Let's take a look at seasonality for this. All right, seasonality has us flat, which is good for covered calls and good for uh, calendar spreads or uh, debit spreads. So we'll look at the big chart for STX. STX. Okay, the trend is flat, the buyers are increasing, and the sellers are decreasing. So this is another one has a nice strong, um, what do you call it, buy signal. Okay, now the covered call for STX, let's take a quick look at that. For those of you who just want to do a covered call, um, the bid is 108.23, and the ask is 108.28. That's a $0.05 cent spread. It's not huge, but then again, it's not small either. Okay, so if we we're going to buy it at 108.28 and sell the 109s, that's more than 1% return right there. Now, this year, I, I collected premiums, oh, about 12 or 14 times on STX, and I caught the dividend twice. Now, here we go. Got the dividend coming up again, and uh, the numbers are just looking good. A covered call is going to give you more than your 1%. Now let's look at a vertical spread. Uh, she's sitting at 108. Let's look at the 107s. Uh, that's only a 25, a 20% return. As long as she stays above 107. Let's take a look at the 108. The 108 is going to give a really decent return. I'm going to read this to you before I end up buying it. Um, 10 contracts, STX 100s, which is the weeklies. Uh, 10 December 21, which is this Friday. The 107 over 108 call for 55 cents a share. Now, I'm going to buy the 108. Sorry. I'm going to buy the 107 and sell the 108. All in one swift movement. 55 cents a piece. 
So we're going to do 10, 10 contracts. And let's see how that how that looks. Okay, so I'm going to have to pump up that one a little bit on STX because the market is 59 cents a share. So I'm going to go 62 cents a share. Oh, 63. All right, so I'm replacing it with uh, uh, 63 cents a share. See how that works out. And she got filled at 56. I like that. All right, so it's just a tiny bit less than a 50%. So it's like a 47% return as long as the stock stays above 108. Okay? That, my friends, will give me over my limit. And here I thought I wasn't going to make my 1% this week. Looks like I'm going to. All right, get back to the market watch. Uh, now, I, I don't understand why MDT still hasn't filled. You know? And I don't want to do a market order, because market order, you never know what you're going to get. Right now, it's working at $0.61 cents per share. Um, that's the market call. So it should automatically fill it at $0.75 cent limit order. But uh, you never know. All right. Um, I don't, don't have much more to play with. Let's take a look at a couple more. STX, we looked at, we're looking at three more. Nope, two more, because we already looked at Altria, because Altria is on this list. Okay, AMT. Who's AMT? American Tower Corporation. All right, so let's take a look at it. AMT. All right, AMT started out the year last year at 225.25. Found its bottom in the beginning of March at 195.91. Now from there, she takes uh, like six, seven months to find the high of the year. At uh, the middle of September at 303.95. Got your profit taking, you got your retracement, you got your. Oh, and there it goes. Uh, MDT filled at 75. All right, cool. All right, so she's bouncing off of this support here at 253. Nice movement, sitting at 276.90. Now, the seasonality for this. Quickly, let's like take a look at that. What does she normally do this time of year? This time of year, it looks as if she goes sideways. So sideways is good for covered calls um, uh, and spreads. Um, not much for buying stock and then trying to get a profit. On a sideways market, you have to do something that uh, is for a sideways market. All right, so we're going to look at the chart for AMT. AMT. American Towers. Okay, so the stock is in a, the 50-day moving average is on the downside. And it's been that way for oh, the last two weeks. However, the sellers are retreating and the buyers are increasing. So that's a, a sign of upward movement. Okay, the bid... 276.62 and the ask is 276.80. That's kind of like a big spread. That's a 13 cent spread. Okay. Um, covered calls. I do not do covered calls on on stocks 200 and you know over 200 bucks. This was at 276. For those of you who want to do a covered call on 276, um, 
276 at the money you can get 110 so you're paying it's not even a half a percent you're making off of that deal so that's why I don't do those um, now she's at 276 so if we do the 270 275 that's $385 per contract and I'd only be able to do one contract and I'd only be make 115 off of that So let's go and see what one contract is going to give me for a return. Um, so it's a little bit more than 25%. Okay, almost 30. Um, for 386 bucks, the most I can make is 115, which is a little bit less than 30%, I believe. Okay. And that's not that bad of a trade. But I only got 380. What do I have left? Yeah, I got 162, so I can't even do that one. All right, so the last one we're going to look at is CME. CME's paying 250 a share for a dividend. So it's a CME group. Started out the year at 179, 178.99, found its bottom at 175. From there, just kind of like all over the place. She's up, she's down, she's up, she's down, she's up, she's sideways, she's down, she's up. High of the year is a triple high at 230. And one of those is today. So you know what that means? Never jump on a ladder and start reaching for the sky because you just can't get there. So that basically takes care of everything. Um, uh, nothing more for me to look at today. And today's only Tuesday, so I might as well jump out now. Say, hey, you guys, I, got, I gave you a couple of good trades. I made a couple of decent ones. Uh, let me think. Um, yeah, we bought STX and MDT. We got a 25% trade. Oh, I'm sorry, a 30% trade on MDT. And a 48% trade on uh, STX. Okay, and they both just basically got to stay right where they are. Okay, so if they go up, I make the money. If they stay the same, I make the money. Should it even come down just a tiny bit, and I still gonna make money on them. That's the only way I like to do spread trades. Don't get me wrong, I like to do you know big returns, but with big returns you get big risks. Okay, and, and there's a little bit of uncertainty. So with the uncertainty and the risk, I prefer you know my measly little. 1% return, and that's all I'm looking for. It's $1,000 this week, and um, if you think about it, this is a big uh, leap, because if I don't make both of these, I miss my goal. Okay, If I hit one and then the other, it kind of break even. Okay, So uh, if I hit both of them, great. I'm up almost at 2%. That's it for the, for today. We'll catch you guys again tomorrow. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, 
let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.